Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today I am so excited to have on local Nashvilleian Susie Care Wright. Now, Susie is my kind of woo. She is an astrologer, psychic medium, tarot card expert, Reiki master, and teacher. Oh, and by the way, she's also a certified life coach. This light worker right here is kicking ass and taking names. Am I right? Susie says that she was always fascinated as a kid with the archetypes of human behavior. Well, guess what? That's chi, right? Our charisma, those expressions we have, mannerisms, that's all chi. And what she can do is look at the stars and the cards and all that good woo stuff and see how they line up for you and better understand how that information shows up in your life. And here's the thing, understanding your astrology and your makeup helps to better understand your reality, what's being created around you and your environment. So just like we all have an elemental makeup from feng shui that determines our aesthetics and the things that we're most likely to be attracted to, astrology also has clues as to why you may attract, you know, maybe certain people in your life, a certain kind of space in your life, or just general overall personality traits that you have. What's cool about Susie is that she's not going to beat around the bush, (laughs) if you know what I mean. She's going to get straight to the point and pull out your authenticity to help you keep your vibe high. And I love that because that's what it's all about right now. All of us lightworkers are starting to be activated and it's why things, big things, are shifting in our life. It's why we're being called to not get caught up in the busy. It's why we're getting uh, called to not be in the frenetic energy, to get rid of what no longer serves us. You may see that people are falling out of your life. Those things that you used to love to do, like maybe go out on the weekends or, you know, drink or things like that, those might start to fall away. And you might notice that your foods are starting to change. Well, it's all because we're starting to get activated. And today, Susie and I talk about how you can do this too, how you can start to activate yourself and really start to align with that authenticity. Because the faster that you can do that, the faster we can activate and get ourselves out of this 3D reality. (laughs) That's kind of shitty. (laughs) All righty. Uh, real quick, we're going to get into uh, some housekeeping. The chi-chi that's going on in the office. Uh, in July, I'm actually going to be traveling to St. Louis and also Asheville, North Carolina. So if you're interested in booking a consultation with me, you can reach out to the girls in the office and you can just uh, email them at letschat at thegatescompany.com. 
We can also look into putting together another meetup. Uh, I will have Lightworker and Reiki Master Amy Ray with me from the Woo Crew, and she's going to be with me on both of my travels. And I will say that Chris Alexandria and I did a fabulous meetup in Washington, and I'd like to encourage other Lightworkers to gather to come together and to help lift the chi. That's what this time is all about. We are uh, starting to raise the vibration and ascend. And so this is a really important time for us to get out of our homes and gather together and convene basically amongst ourselves, (laughs) like-minded individuals, right? Um, So that we can start raising the vibe. And I've done a couple of events like this and it's been pretty awesome. And it's actually one of the reasons that I'm going to Asheville is it's going to be a a massive group of uh, light workers doing some pretty kick-ass energy work to help Gaia, to help Mother Earth, um, and to raise the chi of the planet. So how cool is that? I'm also putting together another online class. It's called How to Remove Negative Energy in Your Home. So if that's something that you're interested in, registration opens today and will be open until the 24th. And then the class will go live on probably the 27th or 28th. I haven't figured out a date yet, but I'll I'll get on that. So all you need to do is uh, go to the website now and there's a big button on the homepage to sign up. It's right at the top and... Uh, You can register there and pay for the class, and then it'll go live at the end of the month. And I should mention, uh, the girls and I were talking about this this morning in the office, and I always forget to say uh, that I also do energy clearing as well. I always focus so much on, um, you know, just cultivating our chi and the feng shui of it all, and I always forget that um, we actually, that I actually do remote energy clearings. I don't talk about it as much as I should, but if you go to my website and click on services, there is actually a category that's on the website called negative energy clearings. So um, it's something that I've done for a couple of years now, and I've been trained with um, a couple of land shamans and also energy healers and other healers that have taught me how to do this. And I can clear homes and people remotely. So if this is, you know, something that you're experiencing in your life, maybe you're just feeling kind of icky, if you're getting sick a lot, if you're fatigued or experiencing pain. Um, or just not feeling like yourself, this is something I'd encourage you to look into. Uh, My client that I flew up to see in Virginia got a massive energy clearing. I've talked a little bit about it on the show here, but her husband won big in Vegas. So how cool is that? And I'm not saying that that's going to happen for everyone, but shifts definitely do occur and magic happens. Another gal that I cleared, I cleared um, her whole family Um, But I had a really cool experience while I was doing it. I got a a really cool vision of a young boy. He was beautiful and he was so happy. And I would say he was about two or three years old. And he was like in a meadow with the sun shining on him. And he was so happy. And he just kept telling me how much he loved his mom. And I was like, great. You know, I I don't know who you are. And I, I just assumed that maybe this woman was thinking about getting pregnant. Or maybe this child was in her life now. So... Um, I emailed her and let her know that, you know, I cleared everything and asked her if she was, you know, had a a young boy or if she's thinking about getting pregnant. And it turned out that she was in her late 50s. And obviously, you know, she was done with children. But she said that she had had a miscarriage in her 40s and they knew that it had been a boy. 
So it was such tremendous validation for her uh, because of the love and connection she has felt for him. And she knew she has felt him with her. So it was such validation for her that he was with her. So I mean, hello, how cool is that? So needless to say, each session is totally unique and totally cool. Um, I never know what's going to show up, but definitely transformational. So again, those are done remotely. If you want to learn more, just go on over to the website, gatesinteriordesign.com and just look under services. Alrighty, let's get back to the show already. Today, Susie and I are going to talk about what she does as a psychic astrologer, leaning into what your true purpose and path is. And FYI, it's probably not the corporate job. The misconceptions about this type of work and what we are all here to do Yes, every single one of you that listens to this show, or maybe you're just finding this show, that means you're a light worker. That means that you are being called to do this uh, light working activity, this energy healing, this ascension. You're here to be a way shower, maybe to help lift and raise the vibration. You are here with a purpose. And so if you listen to the show, just found this show, guess what? You're being called up. (laughs) and you're being called to activate. So stop chasing a dream that doesn't belong to you and start being authentic. It's that simple. Alrighty. Are you ready to do this? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today I'm super excited. I've got Susie Care Wright on the show. She is a whole bevy of uh, modalities, which we're going to get into today, but we're going to start with astrologer and psychic medium. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. It's so nice to finally talk to you. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. We, we set up this interview uh, a while ago, and so I've been excited to have you on. Um, one of the big reasons that I wanted to have you on is that um, you're here in Nashville, which is yes. so great. Yes, I am. The Yankee in the South. I'm from Boston originally. And uh, yeah, so I've been here um, uh, about 20 years now. Wow. So I, I, one of the things that I wanted to do was, you know, we were just talking before the show that I've had this show for almost 10 years. And I realized I hadn't really been featuring a lot of Nashville people and and it we were just talking about how the metaphysical world especially is really starting to grow and expand and so I've started actively looking for more woos and we came across you so I'm excited to have you on the show and thank you for saying yes yeah thank you thanks again yeah (laughs) and look at all the amazing color you have my god even your (laughs) hair has color (laughs) you know in a um in our house, we call our rooms by the colors that they are. <laughs> so, oh, I love that. Vibrant so color. You know, we have the red room, the blue room, the green room, the brown, the brown bathroom, the chocolate bathroom, and the yellow bathroom. <laughs> I love it. I love color. Well, you know, when I moved, when I when I married my husband, he had this house. He bought it about a year before I met him, and and uh, and I had come from you know life of living in apartments, stark white or beige walls. You know, so I was like, I want color. And I got color. (laughs) But it's great. And it's so good for your chi, too. I mean, we're not talking about feng shui today, but it's really great to elevate your chi and elevate your personality and your mood. And so, you know, you you were probably starving for that when you were in your apartment. (laughs) So you mentioned that you lived in Boston. What brought you down to Nashville? Um, Well, I kind of, music did. I came here to sing. 
And I'd, I'd always, that was my dream, you know, since I, you know, forever. I mean, it was, it was interesting because I've always had like these two parts um, of my life. There was the part that was very metaphysical or into the spooky, paranormal, occult, whatever you want to call it. And, and that was always a passion. And music was, was the other one. I, I still have not figured out how they can, well, I've somewhat figured out how they can work together, but, but I chased that dream forever. And, and, you know, I lived in, I've lived in a, a number of different places. I lived in LA for a year, Reno and Vegas. And, you know, I was kind of chasing that, like, where's my, where's my place where I'm going to be able to make it, you know? And, um, and I've done so many things along the path, but, uh, but that was what finally got me to Nashville. I, I, I kind of like peaked vocally while I, I was actually living in, in Las Vegas and and everybody's like go Nashville you need to go to Nashville you need to go to Nashville and I so I show up in Nashville and it's like within about a year I or you know probably even less than a year I had like severely damaged my voice <laughs> and it was I was done I I couldn't I couldn't do it the only thing I had my whole life I thought you know um was gone so I had to you know Nashville kind of the thing that I love about this city is that it will show you who you really are and what you're really meant to do if you stick it out here long enough. And that's what ended up happening. I mean, I kind of wandered around for a few years going, I have no voice. I'm nobody. I don't know who I am. You know, and I was really, really depressed. It was very scary um, because when you identify with something your entire life, like, and then it's gone, you know, and so, um, so I learned how to play drums and that was fun for a while. That's fun for a while. I mean, I still play a little and, um, but I kept looking for that outlet. And finally, at one point I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. This is what I'm supposed to do. Like everything was being stripped away, you know, um, for those of you into astrology, what, what had happened was Pluto had moved into my first house. <laughs> and so that's, you know, the first house has to do with how your, your face to the world, how you, how you, how people see you. And so everything was being stripped away. And the way I wanted people to see me was, was not, I couldn't fight it anymore. I mean, I had to, I had to get authentic. And um, until finally I was just like, you know, I've been doing this thing for like 30 years and I love it and it's passion. And I'd been studying law of attraction and, and all that. And I just, I was like, maybe it's time to step into this, you know, and I just really went for it. And I've never looked back. It's been 11 years full time. So. So at what age, I mean, you have all these little secret talents, <laughs> um, you know, and I find this a lot when I have uh, people on the show, you know, I had uh, Rachel Lang on earlier this year and she also is a psychic medium astrologer. And then she's also got a master's degree in theology and she's a Reiki master and like, she just a crystal expert, like all of these things. Um, but you know, an innate talent I would say would definitely be being psychic medium. So when did you really start kind of experiencing and thinking, Hmm, I'm a little different than the other kids. <laughs> it, it was from the beginning, honestly. Uh, um, that was, I mean, at, at 17, 18, I was self-taught enough that I was able to cast charts for people, read tarot cards, um, you know, and, and do readings for, you know, for people. Um, and so, you know, w w when I was getting into this stuff, 
there, I'm old, so <laughs> there was, there were no metaphysical stores on every corner. There were, there were no psychics on TV. Well, maybe there were, but uh, you know, there was nobody to study with, nobody to teach me, nobody, you know. So it, I was all self-taught originally. It wasn't until the the late '80s, early '90s that I finally found some teachers and mentors and and people that could kind of get me on the right, you know, um, break some of the bad habits I'd created and and really like get me on, on a solid road with this stuff. Um, but this, it's always been a part of my life. I've known since as far back as I can remember that this is what I would be doing someday. I just thought this would be my retirement, you know, um, someday when I'm not, you know, when I'm too old to do music, you know, when I'm too old to do this, when I, when I can't work anymore, you know, I'll just take all these lovely little things that I do and sit in swap meets and, you know, read people's cards and sell astrology jewelry and, you know, run their charts and stuff. <laughs> it's like, that was, a, that's what I had in mind. You know, I had no idea that this would actually be like my vocation, like my, my career, you know, as, as strong as it is. Um, but, but I, I've, I've never not done it. I've never, I've just never not done it. I don't know. That's not very, very good grammar, I guess, but. <laughs> when did you really start? So from my understanding, a psychic is different from a medium because they're, they're kind of two different things. So explain to the audience what that is. And then at what point did you start incorporating, like you were mentioning the tarot cards and the astrology, but let's first start with, uh, you know, what the difference is, because those are two totally different things and you have both of them. Yes. Um, so, uh, well, everyone, all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. Okay. There is a distinct difference between knowing, you know, getting messages from guides, spirit, uh, energy around, you know, knowing things about, you know, having the clairs all firing, you know, the clear cognizance that know that clear knowing, clear sentience, seeing things, um, you know, clear audience, hearing things, all of those clairs, um, those are the things that we're all born with. Like every, everybody has, you know, some level of, of ability with those things. Um, that's the, that's the, the psychic realm is kind of stays in that area. I guess when you go into mediumship, it's a completely different vibration. You're actually connecting with spirit in another realm. And it's very, it feels very different than when you're in the, when you're working psychically, it feels different to the person doing it. Um, there's a, I just, I, I don't want to make it sound like higher and lower, like positive and negative. It's not like that, but it's just a more, a fine tuned vibration that spirit lives in. And in order to get to that vibration, to be able to connect with them, I have to raise my vibration to a totally different level than when I'm working psychically. To me, psychic work, it's like, I don't even think about it. But when I'm doing mediumship, it's like I consciously have to, you know, I mean, and, you know, I, I have to keep holding that space and holding that vibration and, and keep, keep it up, keep it strong in order to stay connected to spirit. So it's, it's really a very different, uh, a different way of communicating. You can get psychic information about loved ones on the other side. Anybody can do that. You can do it through tarot cards. You can do it just, you know, psychically, whatever. Um, you know, know that, you know, your mom had a red coat. You know, your mom had this red coat that she really loved. Oh, yes, yes, my mom, you know. But that can be coming from psychic. It's 
the, the, the difference between getting that information psychically and getting it mediumistically is I will be talking to your mom and your mom will tell me how she felt when she wore that coat and where it came from. And, and I can feel the way she felt, you know, if it was a special gift from your dad, you know, kind of thing. There's a whole level of um, feelings that go with that as well. Their spirit is blending with my energy. I'm, I'm allowing them to blend with my energy. And so I feel what they feel. Like I, you know, I see what they saw um, and I hear them. And it's, it's kind of like everything goes on in your head. You know, it's like if you could see what's going on in here when I'm doing mediumship, it's really busy. Um, because they, because the, and that's where the psychic part connects back because they will give me information that I process through my psychic senses, through clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, those, those sort of things. Like I can, you know, they'll show me things or they'll tell me things or they'll make me feel something. Um, so that's where the two, the psychic and the mediumship blend. But to get to that mediumship level, it's a, it's a, it's a different realm. Does that, and, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so kismet that you're talking about this. I'm writing a new book and it's called Feng Shui for the Soul. And yesterday, and my good, my other good friend, Sharita, who's been on the show, she too is an astrologer. And, and you know, we're in Mercury retrograde right now. Um, <laughs> but she was telling me that this time right now, it's Mercury retrogrades on, I don't know what house it is, career, whatever career is. Is that for her? No, for me. Is that fourth house? No, fourth yeah. is home. That'd be 10th or, or sixth. Work, work is sixth. Career is 10th. Anyways, um, she told me I would be getting a lot of downloads and now would be a good time to be revisiting the book. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, I'm, I start to write a whole new chapter that was not supposed to be in the book. Like it, it just, I kind of burst it. And I'm talking about the chapters called Transmuting Energy. And mm -hmm. I'm talking about how uh, what, one of the things that bothers me with feng shui is that people kind of go at it at a, a full speed and rush through it, hurry up and, you know, do the ceremony or hurry through it and rush through the adjustment. And then they sit there and they're like, okay, the feng shui isn't working. <laughs> and what I'm talking about in the chapter is that in order for feng shui to work, you have to be willing to do the work and you have to raise your vibration. You have to get to the good stuff. You've got to get to the finer, very subtle energies and tune into that higher source to act as a conduit to then place those adjustments so that you're attuned to, to create that change, to transmute that energy into something more positive. So it's so bizarre. Yeah, because, well, and that's a step, though, but that's such a great point because you're working with the energy. It's not doing it for you. You're working with the energy in everything, in everything. And, and that's something, you know, that actually ties into the mediumship piece too, because when I'm working with a client or working with an audience, it's like, the, it's a mutual thing. I'm not a dog and pony show that's doing this on my own. You, you need to participate in this. And, and, you know, and even in, in readings, you know, the readings that I do, like the, you know, astrology and tarot readings, it's like, you've got to participate in your own healing. <laughs> you know? It's, I'm, I'm not here. I'm not a fix it. You know, I'm, I'm information that can help you participate in your own healing. So, yeah. That's, I think it's great that you, you bring that up because, you know, the human dimension is very dense. You know, this energy is very dense. And so to really, to really 
get to a point to where like what you're talking about to to tune into that spirit section that dimension whatever that word is that they are uh, it's a very high vibration and you know I think it's great that you're saying hey it's work like I got to really keep myself there to, to be able to plug into that mm -hmm. because that's so important to hear you can't be in dense energy and be able to work with energy at that level it's simultaneously it doesn't work you can't correct correct and and so and and that's what that's what kind of cracks me up is there's because there's such a, a, a abundance of medium shows and mediums out there and everybody wants to make those connections and it's great you know i teach that i mean i have a a um a monthly uh mediumship and intuitive development circle that i that i do and we sit in circle we do exercises i bring all of these like things that i learned over in england when i was over there studying that you know it's it, these little things that you can do to learn what your um strongest you know how, how to how to really connect more strongly to your own intuition and some people work mediumistically and some people work you know more psychically and there's there's nothing wrong with either but you know of course we're in this time where mediums are it's it's a big thing now you know so everybody wants to be a medium but um not everybody but a lot of people want to be and so uh, so what I teach people is how to stay in your own zone like this is your zone you're gonna get the messages that you're supposed to get for people or for yourself or wherever you're working but don't try to do something that that you know don't don't push yourself into something that's not not really yours to do you know and um, there's a big there's a lot of confusion about people. We, we are all, every human on this planet is able to connect with their loved ones in some form or another. You've all felt your loved ones near you. You've smelled grandma's perfume. You know, you've had those experiences. That does not mean that you are a medium. You are having a mediumistic experience. It is crossing over into that, that realm. But, um, but there's, you know, mediums yeah there is work to it there is there's you know that's why i've been fascinated like i really i didn't get it either for a long time you know that like because this wasn't going to be my thing this was not my thing um i was going to stick with my lovely little you know psychic readings using astrology and tarot those are my tools my passions i love them and um and as i really stepped into this um you know I mean, I have had a lot of training and I still don't know, you know, there's still so much to learn. Um, but, but a big part of it is just remembering to like stay out of your own way, you know, trust spirit, stay out of the way and, and allow, you know, that, uh, allow that connection to be made in, um, and it does take, you know, it's funny, I had in the last group, I had them all, uh, we did it on, on the uh, full moon. And um, I had them all stay in circle this time. And we just raised the vibration and everybody was giving messages. And it was, you know, it was really interesting. And I kept them in it for a while, about probably 20 minutes or so, which is not very long. And I'm telling you, I had them all, they all had their eyes closed and people were dropping like flies, not literally, but I mean, they were, their energy, they were just checking out. One person got on her phone. Um, they couldn't sustain that level. And at the end I said, now let's talk about this. You know, and everybody had different experiences. One girl said she felt like everybody had left the room. Like people, she expected to open her eyes and nobody would be there. She thought it was a joke. And, um, and so, you know, that was the way I, I demonstrated to people the, the energy that it takes to stay in that power.
to connect with spirit and maintain that. And it was a real eye opener for a lot of people because they were thinking like, oh yeah, I'm already there. I'm already a medium. I'm already a psychic, you know, and it's like, you know, dabbling's one thing, but if you're going to sustain this and provide this as a service for people, you know, you, you got to work at it. Well, and it really reminds me, you were talking a minute ago about, you know, just being authentic and, and, you know, really, um, it reminded me of a quote that Carolyn May says, uh, says a lot. She says, stop chasing a dream that doesn't belong to you. Oh my God. I love her. That is brilliant. You know, so I've never heard that from her. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, so often like you with singing or, you know, whatever the, uh, for me, a lot of a long time, I was hiding behind interior design. I was doing feng shui that people didn't know about it. You know, I was hiding behind <laughs> that because it was, uh, you know, respectable. It was a respectable position, and you know, it was it was the logical choice that people could understand. And um, but it didn't fulfill me, not like feng shui does. And so, you know, I think that all of us we chase a dream that doesn't belong to us. And it, it's kind of when you step out of that and step into your authentic self, you know, and it's going to be messy. It's not going to look great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be messy. <laughs> but, you know, like you said, there are people that are going to dabble in it. And it's so funny. I literally just wrote about this in the book, too, about how people treat feng shui as a party trick. And, you know, they want to dabble in it and say that it's something that they want to, you know. Yes. Um, That's, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's like the bane of my existence. My, you know, my, one of my biggest soapboxes is people who learn about, you know, I love when people say, well, you know, you can skip the astrology piece in my reading because I know my sun sign. I'm like, oh, sit down. (laughs) I'm going to blow your mind. with The the depth that you can take to it. So I'm curious, uh, we kind of got off on a tangent. We were talking about how um, you know, the difference between being a psychic and a medium and you also incorporated <laughs> these tools of tarot and also astrology. So why did you bring in those other tools and, and how do you like, what does this look like, you know, uh, for a reading? Um, well, as I said, you know, I started really with the love of like astrology and, you know, the, I don't know, occult things. I mean, I read, I read, read, read a lot. I mean, I've got books, like unbelievable amounts of books. That's one shelf is more and there's some down the hall. Um, and so that's what I started was just reading about, you know, the metaphysical and learning about energy and how, you know, how we can connect and, um, to, you know, to know things. I mean, I was, I'm a Scorpio. I was born in, you know, intuitive. Well, everybody's born intuitive, but I was born. What day are you born? October 28th. Okay. I'm November 6th. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, we're just kind of different. We just kind of, <laughs> right? that's one way to put it. And, um, and I, I shouldn't say that because, you know, it's one of my, one, another one of my big soapboxes is, is, is like, you know, waking up to this stuff doesn't make you different. It's like kind of, you, you know, now you, now you're in the world, you know? Um, cause that's another thing that people struggle with. They're looking for that thing that's going to make them different. And they think like, this is it, you know? Um, and I did for a long time. So, I mean, that's why I recognize it in people, you know, it's like, just calm down. We're all, this is, this is where you learn how much we're all one <laughs> and this is going to be a trip. Um, but the astrology piece, that's always been my fascination. I mean, you know, I, I, I started teaching myself astrology through a, a number of books that I was reading when I was a kid. Um, and this was back in the sixties and seventies. 
And um, so that's been, that's been the thread throughout my life. I mean, I never met a person that I didn't ask what sign they were and, you know, and eventually run their charts. I mean, I don't know anybody that, that I haven't run their chart, you know, um, and tarot was just part of that. Um, you know, I was able to get into that because um, we, we lived near Salem and that was of course my favorite place to go. <laughs> so, you know, I got a deck of, uh, you know, uh, psychic cards or whatever they were, you know, when I was like about 11 years old. And so I was, you know, and I would play with that with kids. So, so again, it's just always been a part of my life. Now with tarot, what's interesting is I was scared of that. I was, I was nervous about that because I would put the cards down and I would say things and they would make sense to people. And I didn't know how I knew it. And I got scared because you know, I had this idea of, of God and hell and heaven and all of that. I was like, okay, am I talking to the devil now? Like, where is this coming from? And it really frightened me. So I would put them away and then I would just stick to astrology and then I would dig them out again. And go, no, there's something here. You know, I need to learn more about this. So, so again, it's been a thread throughout my entire life, this back and forth. And, and again, it was the late eighties was when I, when I finally found a, a, you know, some teachers and, and, other ways to learn that I realized, oh, the cards aren't like evil, you know, they don't have power. They're just, you know, this is coming through me and I need to get clear on where, what I'm connecting with. I need to be, you know, set boundaries, spiritual boundaries. And, and that was when everything just kind of started coming together. And so I love both of those modalities. And so when I do psychic readings, those are the two tools that I use on a regular basis. They, they work together really well. Um, you know, so when you come in for a reading, I'm going to, I'm going to open your chart and I'm going to also have the cards there and, and I go back and forth between the two. And that's just, that's just kind of how I work. Well, and the cards are also attuned to planets. So to me, it makes a lot of sense that you would combine them. I, I don't know if people know that, but you know, there are um, planets that are associated with each card. So it seems like it would all kind of uh, come together quite nicely and, and really lay out a story uh, for the person that you're reading for. They do. You're dealing in both, in both of, of these, these arts, you're dealing with archetypes and, and you know, um, the uh, outlines of situations, both of them. So they do blend really well together. And as a matter of fact, I've, I've been teaching a class about that. I'm going to be teaching that uh, coming up uh, the 23rd, I believe it is, out in uh, a, new, a brand new store. Uh, somebody from Magical Journey opened a store in Dixon, totally underserved area. I'm so excited. Um, and I'm going to teach the, uh, the how tarot and astrology blend. Um, it's Like I said, it's, a, it's something I've been teaching off and on for um, several years now. So Okay. So what do you say, you know, I agree with you. I think that especially if you use the Rider weight deck, which is a tarot deck, um, you know, Mother Peace, I think, is a little bit softer. There are other ones that are out there that are, are a lot softer, but the Rider weight can be very scary and it can be very intimidating. You know, I mean, you get like the Ten of Swords or the Death card or, you know, you get a, a card and if you're not well versed in it and, and you just look at the symbolism, it can be really scary. Yeah. So how do you, you know, for somebody who's listening today that 
maybe has never heard of the Rider weight deck or uh, hasn't really dabbled in tarot and maybe doesn't even know what it is, how do you help somebody not be so scared and intimidated by it? Well, when I, I, I teach tarot as well, and so what I, th that's one of the first things I do with my students is I say, pull out the cards that you, that really disturb you the most. And we talk about those because what I would say to people that don't understand tarot is, um, and we'll just use the death card as an example, because that one's a big one. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm like, yes, you are. But I have no idea when. Um, <laughs> um, the death card is about transformation. If you have strong beliefs in what death is, that it's final and it's ugly and it's nasty and it's scary, then that's what that's going to invoke in you. But actually what the meaning of that card is, is transformation. It's, it's a complete change from the inside out. And, um, and it's, a, it's a rebirth. And so um, when you see that card, it just means something is going to change on a massive level. Now, if that scares you, that scares you. But there are ways to look at things, you know, um, from, from the, there's other ways to look at it, you know, say you're an alcoholic that, you know, that, that needs to change your life. The death card comes up and it's like, wow, you, you're getting another do you're getting a do over here, you know, go to AA, get some help, you know, like that's the kind of transformation that can bring. And so, um, you know, the images are, um, they're, every card has multiple meanings and um and you know from from the most mundane to to the highest you know to, to esoteric i mean they all there's many many levels of meanings in each card and that's you know that's a big thing that, that a lot of people getting into it don't understand it's not just memorize the meaning and then you can do readings. It's like you, you've got to understand all the levels because you don't know who you're dealing with. Are you dealing with somebody, you get the death card for somebody and it just means that they're finally going to make this big leap out of their career, you know, into, into going into business for themselves. You know, that's, that's a death because, you know, you're losing that security that you've had, you know, um, or is it again, you know, the example of the alcoholic changing their life or, um, or is it just a spiritual death? You're letting go of old ways of, of thinking about, you know, you, you've grown up in a certain church and now you're questioning everything and this is going to be a huge change for you, you know? So, um, so it depends on, on the individual that's getting that card, what's going on in their life and what they, you know, it's the death of the ego. It's the, it's the death of, you know, again, like what I went through with this, you know, I'm not a singer anymore. You know I mean? That, I had the death card for that. You know, it's like, it was a process that I went through. So, so every, you know, just because the card looks a little scary, it's, it's an opportunity. At least I tell my students, it's an opportunity for you to understand where your bias is around these things. You know, like the 10 of swords, does that frighten you? Well, what is so, you know, like what is so, uh, what makes you so nervous about being out of control? <laughs> you know, um, you know, what, what's wrong, you know, where, where is your, where, where does that sit for you? What does it represent for you? And where does that sit and work through that? Because in order to be a reader, you can't have these biases, you know? Yeah. And it really reminds me, um, in my practice, I use the I Ching, which is also something that is, you know, very, uh, misunderstood. You know, you were talking about your astrology books. I probably have 15 I Chings. 
Um, and my teacher says all the time that it's like a mini lifetime study because it's layer upon layer upon layer as to what the meaning is. And I, I think that whatever divination tool you use, you have to really look at it as, you know, we are here to learn lessons. We're here to grow as a soul. We're not here to skate through and be a Kardashian. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, we are here to learn. Yeah. And so I think that you have to really, one, you have to have an attitude of gratitude, but I think you also have to say, you know, uh, it reminds me of the quote, um, the difference between an ordeal and a journey is attitude. So it's like, yeah. one of the reasons that I, I bring this up is because at the beginning of last year, I was getting death and the tower. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were going to get a wake up call regardless. Like if you, you had a chance to pay attention, did you pay attention? And so I got that and I got the seven of swords and I thought, oh shit. Pick your battles. Oh shit. And I didn't get it once. I got it three times in three different readings. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of reminded me there's a meme that goes around on the internet where there's this cartoon and he's driving in a car and he puts his foot up on the steering wheel and he's grabbing a seatbelt like, time to hold on. <laughs> So, so what did so were, so what what did you end up doing? Did you end up going through the tower event, or were you able to to um, well? You know, it's funny because when you get something like that, you know, to me, it's like the entire foundation is going to be ripped out from underneath you, mm -hmm. and so you can panic. You know, it can be an ordeal or it can be a journey. So I just kind of went into it of okay something big is about to happen. And the last time I had gotten the tower and death was when I went through a divorce. And so I knew that it was going to be pretty big. Mm -hmm. However, I'm older now. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. Right. So what it ended up being, it was a death of a relationship and um it ended up being my choice i did you know it was a split second decision where i realized that it was no longer serving me and you know all the shit that was going on in the stars with mars retrograding mercury retrograding oh was this last fall yes oh god okay <laughs> yeah you know we met our shadow during that period of time that was a brutal time i mean nothing super dramatic happened outwardly in my world but man i was in some uncomfortable places i mean it was just it was hard um i was really glad to see that period of time go yeah but that's really what that was about it was really to shake you up and and as mastin kip says shaking you to awaken you yeah that's so. a, that's a uranium well there's debate about it, but I always think of the tower as the the Uranian card, and it's it's the great awakener. It's gonna get your attention. Unexpected but, event. Yep. But but see, I wonder, had you not been, uh, to use a corny term, a corny sounding fortune telling term, if had you not been forewarned, you know, would you like? How would you have handled that? You know what I mean? No, and, I knew something was coming, but I'm yeah. a Scorpio. Like well, I know things. And usually with the tower, we know something's coming. We're just avoiding it. That, and and I knew in the fall of 2017, mm -hmm. um, I could feel it. And I knew. And the biggest thing, you know what the biggest issue was, is that I just didn't want to move. Yeah. <laughs> it was no. that mundane. I was yeah. just like, I was looking at all the shit that I owned and I was like, 
you know, I just, I really don't want to find a place to live and, and pack and move. And, you know, I just, I hate moving. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Tower said, don't worry, girl, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's, you have to, you know, I think that mass consciousness would typically get something like that and panic and worry right. and um, kind of clam up. And, and I just, in a, in a lot of ways, I was bracing myself, but I had no idea what I was bracing myself for. I just knew that something was coming and I could really feel it. And I think instinctually, like you said, we are all intuitive. We all have the ability. We are just constantly shoving it down because... Yeah understand it yeah so i knew something was big i knew this was going to be a big transition for me um so when it happened i did it with such grace i was just like this is what's going to happen and you know i found a place i packed i moved all my girlfriends helped me like it was a really shitty time, but it was also a very great time. And I did it with grace and I wasn't panicked. I wasn't worried. I was very um, calm. And once I actually got situated in the new place, everything was 10,000 times better. That is the, and that, thank you for saying that because the, the, you know, when I, when I uh, do an astrology and stuff, one of the things that I always learned is that you know, we have these really tough Pluto transits, Pluto I equate with the death card, you know, uh, the, the tower I equate with Uranus. And, uh, you know, there's, when we have these huge shakeups in our lives, you know, kind of motivated by these planets like Pluto and Uranus and um, Saturn, um, we always get so much better out of it. Yeah. Always. It, it, it tenfold is exactly what I tell people. Um, you know, I've, I've been through some really brutal transits in my life, you know, as, as most people at some point, we all, you know, get those really tough ones. Um, and, you know, one of the things my, one of my early astrology mentors told me, she said, you can do a Pluto transit or really, you know, you can put any transit in here, the hard way or the easy way. And by transit, for those of you that don't know what I mean is, you know, you have your birth chart and then there's the, the planets in the sky are constantly moving around and contacting things in your birth chart and creating cycles and events and things like that. So, and it's how we react to them that like, you know, like the way you went through it with such ease and grace, you know, um, that's, that's our choice. That's the free will, you know, the energy is going to be there, but you know, so anyways, but she, what she said to me was you can do a Pluto, this Pluto transit the hard way. Well, I actually had Pluto and Saturn both at me. It was just awful. Um, and, uh, she says you can do it the hard way, the easy way. And I was like, well, what's the easy way? She, she, you know, she said the easy way is to let go, but the hard way is the way you're doing it is by not letting go and trying to, you know, you, you, you got claws in these things, let go, let go. And once I got that, it was the most powerful time in my life. I mean, really everything, like you said, just slowed. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't fun, but what I got, I would go back through the gates of that hell to have what I have today. I would go right back through it to have everything I have today because it was so, in, in hindsight, it was so worth it. I didn't yeah. know where it was going. I didn't know what was going to happen, but. And I think that's important. I think that um, I've been through two major, major life events now. The first one being my divorce and then this one being in the breakup. And, and I have to say that coming out on the other side, it is so much better. It's worth it. 
And my teacher always says, let be like, take, like you said, take your claws out of it and just let be, and just go with it. Like allow it to take you where you need to go. And I think if you are in a state of allowing rather than resisting, instead of swimming upstream, you're swimming, you know, down with the current. With the current, exactly. And that's always the way to go. It's always the best way to go. Um, and, I've, there's, you know, it's funny because when I had that particular transit um, and I started to, you know, I just kind of after a while, I just got into the flow. And, and that kind of happens with major transits when they move into or out of a house. It's like they come in and there's always a shake up. And then you, it kind of ends up my friend Christina Malone's great astrologer. She, she always used to say it becomes like the hum in the background. And by the time that transit was done, it was nearly 20 years. And I remember sitting here one day going, hmm something's about to shift. I think Pluto's going to be leaving my first house. And I'm like, interesting. And I, and I opened my chart because I never do. Um, and it was that day. And I was like, I'm going to miss you, dude. Thank you for getting me in integrity and alignment with who I am. Thank you. And so now it's in, you know, now it's in my second house and I'm kind of really loving that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> to be BFFs, you know? So, so like the cards and the, and the planets and all of that, you know, you can make peace with them. You can make friends with them. And that's the gift of astrology and tarot is understanding kind of what, what it is that, you know, what the, what the ultimate lesson is behind all of that. Like, what's the purpose of this, you know, so that you can um, enjoy the ride rather than, you know, screaming your whole way through it. Yeah, I, I think that's the important lesson is that it's happening for you, not to you. And, and we so often want to try to control and, you know, we don't look to it for the lesson. We, we think, oh, my God, this is happening to me. And yeah. Like, you know, well, it no. feels like that. That's a real thing that we, we really feel like that. Things are, so, you know, everything's so out of control you know, it, it, appearing to be out of control. And, and the, of course, the, the joke is we're never in control anyways. Right. Well, yeah. and I think never. that it really goes into, um, you know, I, I know that a lot of people are, are caught up in the busy and they've got their lives and then, you know, they get caught up in the politics and, and healthcare and like all these things. And it's like, but that's a choice. So you have to really choose where you want to put your attention and, and where you want to put your focus, because if you want to ride with it, that's where you're going to find the grace and that's where you're going to see the journey rather than an ordeal. So it's a choice, you know, and you're here to grow and expand and learn as a soul. And if you don't, then you're going to have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm kind of, you know, it's funny, one thing about doing mediumship it's it's changed my whole um i'm not afraid to die I, i'm i'm a little concerned about how i die like you know, please don't let me go down in a fiery plane crash okay um but but that you know life goes on life really does go on and we get even more choices and greater choices and a greater vision you know we get you know on the other side it's like you get that 360 degree vision of your life and others lives and it's just oh my gosh you know i mean sometimes we can have those moments where we have those i've had those moments um on you know here where i've i've been able to peek into that but and, and it's like yeah i want more of that but we're, we're not here to sustain necessarily that we're not here to know everything you know that's part of the journey that's part of the part of the deal we made coming here you know 
Well, and I think that, you know, all you have to do is read a couple of books on near-death experiences and like, it'll change everything for you. Like, mm. I'm excited to die. <laughs> yeah. I, know, sometimes I sit here and I go, what, can I just go there now? Because it's like, you guys are having so damn much fun over there, you know? Well, and it's like the, after reading uh, Proof of Heaven uh, by Dr. Alexander, Evan Alexander, he talks about how it's more real than real. And Raymond Moody always <laughs> talks about how everybody says when they go over to the other side, it's more real than real because this is all an illusion. We've created, this is all an illusion. And then there's this whole concept of unconditional love. Like it's a love yes. that we've never felt before. Oh my God. And, and there's a way that spirit brings that through for their loved ones through me. And it, it's, it's unbelievable. Like if I could just hold on to that, every day, every moment, I, I would just be blissed out 24 seven because it's a feeling I've never felt. And it, 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 you know, again, I'm blending energy with spirit people. And so I'm feeling at least some level of what they feel and what they're conveying. And so it's, yeah, that is, oh, that's cool. So I'm curious for somebody who's listening today who, um, you know, I always try to approach this show as if they haven't been listening for the last 10 years, that this is literally the first show. The first show they land on is, is with Susie Wright. And, you know, they're thinking, okay, you know, my girlfriend, um, she went to uh, a psychic and had a pretty good result. Um, you know, maybe this is something that I want to try. Um, if somebody is, is listening today and this is something that they want to try, what does this look like? Like, how do you, I, I, I always want to approach this with the idea that somebody is like, well, I don't know about this. Like, what is this and how does this work? And so what, let's say, um, I, I, my name's Amanda. I come to you and I, I'm not really sure about what you do. And I'm not really sure I even believe in what you do, but you know, I'm not really sure about my career. What, what does this look like for someone? How do you typically set this up for someone? Well, what I would do, so if you come to me with like a career, you know, situation. Um, love. People always want to know about love. Love and money. That's, that's what people want to know. Career, love, money. And, oh, and then, of course, like the new big consistent thing is path. What's my spiritual path? You know, kind of thing. Oh. Um, you know, am I on the right path? Is, you know. Um, and so... Uh, so basically what I would do, you come in the office and of course, I'm going to give you this, this speech I give everybody, which is, you know, this is not, I'm not going to lay out cards and start telling you about your future and you're helpless to it. You have free will. If you, you know, my job is to give you insight into the situations that you're in, uh, whether it's, you know, people or, or situations or whatever it is, um, give you as much insight and information as I can to assist you to make the choices that are best for you. Um, nothing is ever in stone in a reading there, you know, so it's not, I'm going to turn the car and go, Oh, there's a death card. See you. You'll be dead tomorrow. You know, um, <laughs> it's, it's not like that. It's, it really is just, um, you know, we're going to look at the path that you're on and is that suitable? I mean, I see, here's the thing. Here's the magic. The other magic piece that I have is I'm a life coach as well. So I know how to throw those, those questions in that are going to get you thinking, about your life and, you know, help you uncover and discover the things that are most important to you, you know, and, and in the direction you want to go. So you're going to get a little combination of everything. So I'm going to, I'll probably start with your chart, look at what's going on with your 10th house and your sixth house and your career and see if that lines up with what you're doing. 
you know, I have a lot of people come in and go, oh, I'm doing this job. And I look at their chart and I go, really? How did you end up in that? Well, my dad made me. You know, <laughs> yeah, that is not you. You know, we want to make those two houses happy. So what kind of energy, what kind of thing do you need to be doing to, um, to, to make those, how I could just call it, you know, make them happy, you know, blend well with that energy that, that you're being given. And, and of course I'm looking at a lot of other things combined with that in your chart too, because it's like a puzzle, you know, you follow the breadcrumbs around, but, um, but that's where I would start. And we would just talk about what you're doing and how you're doing it and what's going on there. And it may, you know, and then I might throw cards and say, well, look, you know, there's this woman here is like, just like your, you know, forgive me. I know you probably love your mom. Um, but just like your mom, she pushes your buttons all the time. And then, you know, we may discover through that process that the only reason you hate your job is because this woman is like your mom and she's driving you nuts, you know, or, I mean, there's so many possibilities. It's as individual as everybody, but I'm just kind of giving a, a kind of- But it's not intimidating. It's not scary. Yeah. We're just going to talk about what's going on in your life. And um, there, you know, there is nothing to be afraid of. You know, if you don't like your future, change it. Change it. <laughs> it's and what about uh, somebody who's listening today? I know you uh, offer all kinds of, you were talking about the psychic development uh, circle. Um, I know you also have uh, astrology classes. Tell us a little bit about those if somebody wants to take it a step further and, and maybe learn more about these tools that you use. Yeah. Um, so I'm just looking up the events I have because I can't even remember. Um, I offer a ton of stuff. Everything that I do, I teach. I have online Zoom classes that you can take. Uh, you know, as a group or individually. I mean, I just finished um, in January, we just completed a cycle of a beginning tarot class that was on Zoom. And they're all, you know, connected up in a Facebook group and chatting away and on their, you know, in their process. Um, I, I teach astrology that way as well. I also do a lot of what I call one-offs at different locations, different stores and things. You'll, you know, you, you, to keep up with me, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You, you definitely want to get on my Facebook page, like my Facebook page, it's Astro Girl Susie, S-U-Z-I-E, and, um, and watch the events there. And you can also, uh, I have a newsletter that comes out once a month that tells you about everything that I'm going to be doing. So it's, you know, some of the little one-off classes I'll do, like the, the one that I'm going to do in, in Dixon, you know, with the astrology and tarot. And I'm going to, you know, uh, do another one. I've got another one that's love, how to amp up your law of attraction, you know, your manifesting using astrology, you know, cool. that's, that's a, a one-off. Um, but I teach uh, psychic development. If you want to learn about your own intuition, your own intuitive abilities and strengths, you can come to the circle monthly or you can take a class in it. It's all the stuff is on my website under classes. Um, the stuff that's regular and ongoing and, um, and for the rest of it, it's just, you know, just keep an eye out. And once a month I do a, mediumship group reading, meaning I have an audience, you know, there and I just do, you know, bring messages through for different people. It's really fun. Um, and uh, I do that at the Black Box Theater in Centennial Park once a month. Fun. Yeah, this, I always have a lot going on. So, so if you want to learn any of this stuff, you want to learn about any of this stuff, it's all, it's all right there for you to just sign up for, basically. Um, and, uh, and as far as readings go, my schedule is online. You can book right online. Um, and can really you do those virtually or does somebody have to meet with you in person? 
Nope, we can do them all virtually. The only ones I can't do virtually are, well, I can, I can do distance healing, but, you know, Reiki, obviously, you want to be in person. But, um, but mediumship and everything, I do those all online. And then, oh, the other thing I wanted to say, too, about mediumship, we're talking about, like, what's the experience like? Um, when it, for mediumship, um, I don't do, there's something, a lot of people, believe it or not, <laughs> have it in their head, like the mediumship is going to be this big, ooga booga, scary thing when they come in, if they've, if, you know, um, if they haven't been watching it on TV, uh, and, and, you know, where I'm going to like throw my head back and, you know, speak <laughs> all that. I said, no, I do, I do that. There is a thing, there is a thing. And actually I'm, I'm in a mentorship program because I just like to keep studying. Um, I'm in a mentorship program with somebody now, and that was our assignment for this month was to practice trance mediumship. So, um, so I've been avoiding that. Uh, but no, mediumship is it's a conversation. It's, it, it really is kind of like you see on TV, except with the, out the dramatic music when I'm about to give you this, drop the bomb on you with some information that you know is gonna blow you away. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's really comfortable. Awesome. Well, I first and foremost, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. If you uh, would share your website and how you mentioned your Facebook group, um, but uh, what your website is, and then if you have any other social media that you would like to share with the audience today. Awesome. Um, my website is astrogirl12.com. A-S-T-R-O-G-I-R-L 12. Don't forget the 12 because there's lots of astro girls out there, but the 12, 12 signs, 12 houses. Um, and, uh, I've got, uh, on, on Instagram, I'm Susie Kerr, Wright, Just my name. Um, and Facebook, you know, I would say if you, you know, if you really want to, if you really want to follow what's, what's going on, probably Facebook and, and my website are going to be the two, uh, places to keep up. Um, I'm, and I've also got, I've also got a show on hippie radio now on Sunday mornings. Um, and I, yeah, I, I do a lot of stuff guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go on that website. That website like has everything that I do. If you want to hear any any of the stuff that I do, see the TV stuff that I do, and you know radio and and all that. Um, read the blogs that I've done. I write a lot of columns for like um, you know blog sites and magazines. You know, Good Housekeeping and Brides and all that. And I do a weekly horoscope. You can sign up to get that to your inbox. But, um, but yeah, I would say astrogirl12.com and uh, astrogirlsusie, S-U-Z-I-E on Facebook. And awesome. Yeah. Susie, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so glad that you said yes. Oh my gosh, thank you. This has been really fun. Like I could do, I could hang out with you like all day. I, I love, I would love to hear more about the stuff that you do. It was, it was like really hard for me to like not want to interview you about it. <laughs> 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 questions uh wasn't that such an awesome show oh i just love what i do i love having these guests on and it's funny to me because originally uh 10 years ago when i started this podcast the whole reason i did it was really as a vanity metric i wanted to be able to reach out to people that i really admired and really wanted to just have a chat with and it was such a great platform to say I have this podcast, would you mind coming on? You know, rather than, hey, would you like to jump on the phone with me, which nobody would ever do, but they would always say yes to the podcast. <laughs> Sneaky, right? All right, everyone. Uh, don't forget if you are interested in how to uh, remove negative energy from your home, that class is where the registration is now open. Uh, that is up on the website at gatesinteriordesign.com. 
you're interested in learning more about my energy clearings, you can also go to the website and just click under services and then click on negative energy clearings uh, for more information on that. And then if you will be in the Asheville or St. Louis area in July, reach out to us uh, if you'd like a consultation or if you'd like to put together a meetup. Uh, Amy Ray and I would love to get together with some other uh, woos like us to start doing some kick-ass energy work and activating. That's what we're all here to do. All right, everyone, I hope that you've enjoyed this show today. Be sure to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review uh, or subscribe. It helps our ratings and puts us in front of more people so that they can find us. There's nothing I love more than getting an email from someone saying, I don't know how it happened, but I just found you. Love that. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.